What you need to know today, we're going to hear about how one company's plant-based synthetic biology solutions enable billion-dollar industries to reach their sustainability goals more quickly. So this is actually very interesting here. So on the hotline, we have Michael Carr, who's the president and chief executive officer of Calix, and also Travis Fry, the PhD chief technology officer, also there. And good day, gentlemen. How are we doing today? We're doing uh, good? Doing well. How are you today? Well, how are you? All right, we're doing good. So I guess uh, we'll start off with uh, Mr. Carr here, Michael. It's uh, how do you uh, specifically engineer plants to enable large companies to reach sustainability goals? We're a plant-based synthetic biology company, which is really the field of science that goes in and, and redesign biological systems. Uh, mm-hmm. And we do it for the ability to produce sustainable products and or produce products that are typically finite in nature and you can't get. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, uh, you know what I noticed in my own personal life? I go for synthetic foods. I'd rather do that than eat uh, beef and stuff like that. Is that more healthier for me? Well, a little bit of a different process. So we're, we're not necessarily focused in the, in the food industry. So where our, our focus is on is the, the cosmetics, nutraceutical, and then the pharma place, uh, the pharmaceutical industry. Okay. Uh, three industries that are that are really one innovative in nature. So they're looking for new and, and developed products, but also a, a strong need for sustainable products. Um, you know what's interesting, I think, is that we're seeing here globally that you know majority, uh, a, a nice majority of the, the companies globally here have committed to decarbonization. Uh, many have sust- sustainable goals that will, will take place by 2030. There was another report that came out by the Boston Consulting Group that in order to meet those sustainability goals, companies are going to have to use nature-derived products or plant-based products. And in fact, those those products are going to affect about 30 trillion with the T, 30 trillion dollars of the global economy over the next uh, 30 years. So we use plant-based synthetic biology to produce those those chemistries and those compounds in order for our customers to uh, reach their sustainability goals. Gotcha. All right, so next question is a uh, tech question. So we'll go to Travis for this one. So Travis, uh, how do you incorporate artificial intelligence into your process and what difference does that make? Well, it's a, it's a great question. We're, we're using it pretty heavily across uh, all aspects, but I, well, I guess I'll take a step back just to sort of introduce, like, how I think you asked the question at the beginning, sort of how do we do uh, the science that we do, and mm-hmm. uh, it'll give you a little bit of a flavor of then how we apply the AML. For us, the at the core is, is plants, and, and plants have evolved since the dawn of time to really be uh, a production, a chemistry production system in and of themselves. They're not mobile, obviously, and, and they have to synthesize everything they need uh, within one place their entire life. And because of that, they've, they've evolved the capability of producing some really, really unique chemistries that are really valuable to, to us and, and really the world. And so what we've harnessed is that capability within plants. And because at the core of all of that is DNA, mm-hmm. uh, we've, we've developed over the last 10 to 11 years a really unique capability of being able to program that DNA to um, produce chemistries of interest. Mm-hmm. And specifically, we're able to bring it through our plant spring platform. And what that does is... We design, engineer, and verify, and every time we do that cycle, we learn something from that. We produce chemistries, we produce secondary chemistries that we analyze. And in order to design, 
and you can imagine the complexity of, of the DNA and the genome, there are a lot of different options that our scientists can take and different directions they can go to ultimately produce the compound of interest for one of our customers. Mm -hmm. The challenge with that is that sometimes those, the number, the sheer volume of options can be really difficult to narrow down. And AIML, we first applied to really help the scientists sort and prioritize those different paths. And that way they're able to then take a, a much more uh, strategic direction in how they reprogram the plant so that we get to the end product quicker. The second place we end up using AIML is once we've created those uh, that reprogramming, we can then analyze the way the plant is producing those chemistries and mm -hmm. even the, the target as well as non-target. And we can understand from that data, many times there's linkages and buried within the data, there's connections to other pathways that we may not be aware of. And the AIML can help to detect when there's a pattern in that data, and then they can bring that to the scientist's attention, and then they can take and, and make a decision of, should we run this experiment, and can we create that particular plant to do and to test and learn again and again. And that cycle can happen in a matter of weeks and months, and that gives us the ability to learn very, very quickly in how we produce the what we call our plant cell matrix. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the real biological plant-based production system that we then put into our biofactory. And the biofactory itself is, is probably one of the last places we use AIML. You can imagine when you go into a reactor, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of variables that mm -hmm. really dictate how the plant will grow in that particular uh, reactor. It could be everything from nutrition level to growth rate, um, even the amount of oxygen uh, or, or other nutrients in the system. The AIML helps us analyze all of those different metrics and then hone in on the ones that are most important and, and really the variables that are most important for not only production but scaling to larger scale. Uh, production of the system. So those are kind of some of the key areas that we're leveraging AIML, and mm -hmm. where we've seen the most benefit is, is really in that assistance to, to plow through a lot of information very quickly and, and, and put uh, really strategic direction around those uh, decisions. That's uh, really interesting. So uh, let me ask Michael here, what is the, uh, the demand by large industries for plant-based products, and how can Plant-based engineering scale, considering how vastly lies the industries you are targeting. Um, so, and, and and also, can we just go over some of the products also that uh, you know that that can use this type of uh, technology? Sure. So, uh, what's really exciting for us now is is that these large companies around the world that have committed to sustainability um, have molecules in hand that they have a sustainable need for or a product that they're looking at that this ingredient is, is finite in nature and they simply can't get it. And so we're very demand or need driven as, as, we, as we talk to our customers. And in terms of the production, the production's exciting for us is that we have our biofactory, which is a bioreactor based system. Um, it's a controlled environment system. 
It can really be placed anywhere. Our, our first uh, pilot biofactory is here in our offices, but you could put it in, uh, in, in a country in Africa, for example. And some of the products that are exciting for this, uh, obviously we're speaking to the cosmetic industry, the nutraceutical industry, and then pharma. Uh, pharma is very exciting because plant-based solutions and specifically some of these finite molecules that are just not accessible in the world play a key role in adjuvants and vaccines. And, and obviously in today's COVID world, mm-hmm. those, type of, those type of topics and solutions are very much top of mind. It's just, to me, it's it's so interesting that this technology, this is like the, f- f- so new, correct? Uh, correct, the, the doc, I, I can call you Dr. Travis, right? Dr. Fry? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. Yeah. You call me Travis too. Uh, yeah, I, I read your I read your resume. That's pretty impressive. Your resume there, uh, Travis. But uh, excellent job there. This is uh, you, you guys are on the cutting edge, right? Because I've I, I've not heard about this yet. Yeah, we you know we we've been working in this area for really the last 10, 11 years wow. to develop our capabilities mm-hmm. around uh, you know really around mastering the metabolism of plants. And, you know, if you think my resume is impressive, you should see the, the list of, of degrees just within the labs, the scientists and, and the research associates that, that, that create a lot of this science. Um, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. I mean, the people are really what make it, make it happen within Calyx. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a system that has evolved um, over time. And our, our goal originally, you know, as, as you know, our history, we produced uh, the plant uh, that would go out into the field, but we were trying to meet our customer needs sooner and and be able to do this process faster. And so that's why we we asked our scientists to to really dream up a new way for us to quickly uh, run this cycle of of design, engineer, and learn, so that we can actually develop for our customers at a faster pace with with higher probability of success uh, these types of of plants. And what we discovered through that that system was we actually had a system in our hands that not only could help us learn, but it also could help us produce unique chemistries uh, that the industry was really missing. And when you think about the number of chemistries that have been classified, mm-hmm. there's probably in excess of 170,000 natural compounds. 80% of those can only really be produced with plants. And when you think about the, the additional uh, unclassified chemistries that haven't really been touched, it's, it's in excess of a million. We believe most of those are in plants, and the challenge has just been sourcing. Um, and this technology, we believe, can bring a source for these innovative companies to now uh, pull these, these unique chemistries from, and then also have a way to reliably produce them, uh, which can be challenging when you're looking at a plant that may be coming from an Amazonian forest, uh, or it may not have, it may be a tree that takes many, many years to grow. Uh, our system will allow you to then take those chemistries and reproduce them indoors uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and do it without any of the challenges and a higher purity than, than you many times can get out from the field. Gotcha. Michael, your, your resume is impressive, too. So a uh, quick question, very interesting. Where can people get more information regarding all of this? Sure, the best place is to go to our website. That's calyx.com, C-A-L-Y-X-T.com. Excellent. Michael, Travis, thanks a lot for joining us today with all this great information. Much appreciated. Thank you, sir. Thank you. My pleasure.